everyone and welcome to the PE Talks Africa podcast, a podcast by the African Venture Capital and Private Equity Association. And for International Women's Day, we are going to touch on women who are shaping the future of private capital in Africa and hear their one piece of advice to other female fund managers in the industry. So before we kick off, I'll read out one quote from Maya Angelou, which goes, how important it is for us to recognize and celebrate our heroes and sheroes. So it is my pleasure to introduce Anne Wyman, who is a senior partner at African Best. Anne is an internationally recognized economic and geopolitical researcher and manager with two decades of experience in financial services and consulting. So thank you so much for joining us, Anne. Thank you for having me. So to jump straight into it, what have been three accomplishments over the past five years that you're the most proud of? Yeah, it's a very good and and challenging question. I think we uh, at African Vest have thankfully got many uh, things that we are quite proud of. Uh, I would say probably the the biggest uh, achievement is maybe more um, on, on a on a firm wide level, the fact that we've been able to build uh, a platform that is both uh, highly impactful, whether that's a a transversal approach to impact uh, on the social side, in job creation, uh, in in making a big difference for many of the companies we invest in on the climate side. uh, We are in the process of measuring our platform-wide carbon footprint and taking a very um, transversal approach to impact, but then also combining that with strong financial returns. And I think it's getting that balance right between uh, being able to be really proud of all the impact that we're having across the continent and at the same time being able to speak to our investors uh, about the attractive financial returns that they're receiving at the same time. Um, I would say one of the kind of highlight stories that exemplifies this Uh, is uh, a recent exit that we've had in our financial inclusion vehicle, uh, which is called Five, uh, from a company called Instadeep. Uh, Instadeep is an an AI company, uh, which we invested in initially uh, for its potential to bring value to the financial services industry. Uh, It later, uh, after we invested, went on um, to have some very important successes well beyond financial services, uh, particularly in the biotech industry. Uh, It was an important contributor to uh, the COVID vaccine uh, and as well as many other uh, important uh, discoveries and and treatments uh, of of other diseases. Uh, And that um, sort of use of AI and the ability to create a very large impact uh, across sort of very large numbers of people in society was combined with a really successful financial investment uh, that we were able to go back then to our investors in five and and say, not only have you created uh, extensive impact uh, in Africa and beyond, Uh, but you've also um, been financially rewarded for us. And I think it's that kind of combination 
of factors that makes us feel most proud about what we're doing, we're able to say, you know, on, on the, you know, on the one hand, we are uh, investing in companies that all together uh, are providing essential goods and services to more than 900 million people, and at the same time, rewarding uh, investors uh, with attractive uh, financial returns. Um, maybe another area where I would say uh, we, we feel um, we've had some big successes uh, or big achievements uh, was being a pioneer in the venture capital space in Africa. Um, there are now uh, many more venture capital funds out there, um, but back in 2018, uh, 2017, 2018, when we were launching this idea, it was still quite new. Uh, it was something that I think it took many people um, a little bit of time to get comfortable with the idea that in a frontier market there were going to be excellent opportunities. In the VC space, it seems today that that's uh, widely accepted, but we, uh, I think, are quite proud of having been pioneers in that space. Now our um, our venture capital fund, or what we call CAIF, which is the Cafe, Cafe African Vest uh, uh, Fund, is, uh, has got 11 companies uh, providing solutions for uh, solutions and services actually for more than 150 million Africans. Um, finally, I would say, uh, you know, one of our great successes over the past five years has really been around staying resilient throughout our portfolio um, during the COVID crisis. Um, not an easy feat if you look at the fact that Africa Invest today across its portfolio is still uh, invested in uh, almost 100 companies. So um, being a strong partner to all those companies, helping them through uh, what was a very difficult time uh, for everyone, um, whether it was um, financially or even just um, changing business models, um, getting access to short-term financing when it was needed. Um, this was uh, a, a really challenging period for the world uh, and, and not least for uh, African companies um, at every stage of development. And I think one of our proudest achievements was really being able to be there, uh, as it were, for, for many of our portfolio companies. Um, as you may know, African Vest is, um, it has, has local operations across the African continent um, with offices across North Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa. And it really was that on the ground presence that allowed us to, um, to be present for, for many of our companies. Uh, and I think that was a, a really big achievement for us and, and underlined and, and uh, reinforced the, the, the thesis that we have that being local uh, is one of the most important elements to success in African private equity. Thank you, Anne. Um, that was really interesting. And I think it kind of shows the growth in the industry. And I think that I, I would love to hear your answer on the next question, especially um, being local and being on the ground. So what would you say has been your biggest challenge when investing in Africa? I think um, like many places in the world, the macroeconomic context of the places that you invest 
is a double-sided coin, right? It provides the opportunities. So um, Africa, in its strong growth trajectory, in its large um, demographic uh, increases, uh, its growing cities, its increasing urbanization provides a tremendous amount of opportunity uh, for investment. But on the flip side, it also, the macro conditions in each country can provide periodic challenges. Um, so I think you will not be surprised to hear me say that, you know, large um, foreign exchange moves uh, can be uh, very challenging for anyone investing in this market. Um, we do our best, of course, to provide natural hedges where we can, uh, but, but large foreign exchange movements can be uh, an important challenge. Um, political uh, changes, changes in regulation, all of these are, are, are themes that I think will be familiar to people investing anywhere in the world, not just Africa. Um, but certainly they do provide us with um, some important challenges as we think about not only how to manage our current portfolio, but then how do we think about where to uh, where to invest next. Uh, one of the ways that we try to uh, mitigate these challenges is, of course, through what I mentioned earlier, this idea of um, being in many places in Africa. We do consider ourselves a truly pan-African uh, firm. Uh, and so that means not only our, our, our fund strategies present in many markets, which provides diversity, right? So if you are having a challenge in one market, chances are you're not having macroeconomic challenges in all of them. So by being in so many markets and having a truly pan-African approach, we can diversify uh, the way that um, any challenge would be borne by, by our funds. But beyond that, even at the individual portfolio company level, part of what African Invest tries to deliver or our special sauce, as we like to think about it, is um, that we, when we work with portfolio companies, particularly ones that are only present in one country, we are constantly encouraging them to think larger, think bigger, whether that's expansion regionally or even to other places in the continent, uh, this can provide a, uh, I think, a really important means of diversification at a company level uh, so that if the one of the countries that they may be operating in is facing challenges or there's foreign exchange pressure, et cetera, that there is an ability to shift or an ability to make up uh, revenues in other markets. And I think that um, kind of diversified approach is something that is um, is really key to managing what is probably one of the, the biggest risks uh, in Africa. And, and as I said elsewhere, it's not that we haven't had, you know, large inflation uh, in, in other parts of the world or interest rate pressures elsewhere or even large moves in ex foreign exchange. I think part of the, the best way to, to approach this is to think um, of Africa as many markets and to try and have exposure in as many places as possible um, to mitigate those risks. And what is your one piece of advice that you would give other female fund managers fundraising and investing in emerging markets like Africa? Mm, it's, uh, it's, I, I think I, I would put this 
in a, a female context only because um, I think when you approach fundraising, uh, it is such a personal experience, uh, even as uh, I or anyone else who's raising money out there is doing it on behalf of an organization uh, and be on behalf of a firm, there is the you know interaction with whomever you are uh, fundraising or hoping to fundraise from. And women, I think, sometimes can take quite personally uh, any either um, decision not to invest uh, with the fund that you're raising um, can can um, tend to take it on a on a personal level and so my I guess my words of advice uh, would be to try your best not to take it personally um, that you know we're all in a in a business of trying to do wonderful things for Africa uh, and so we are trying to you know raise money to make a difference in Africa to have impact in Africa uh, and perhaps even if it's not this time uh, it might be the next time and so uh, my my real advice would be to try and keep um, you know, having faith in the potential to raise money for Africa and raise money for investments in, in private markets because there is an opportunity there. Uh, and there is um, a, an opportunity to not only have, you know, really uh, important impact, but also strong commercial returns. And that, um, I think, should give you confidence that even if in the short term, uh, you may bump up against uh, institutions or, or, or others who are not ready today to invest in this opportunity, that they will be in the future. There will be those uh, continued opportunities in the future uh, and just continue to persevere uh, without um, giving up uh, in, the, in the meanwhile. Thank you, Anne. Some very inspiring words there. And thank you so much for joining us. Sure, my pleasure. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and found the content valuable, make sure you subscribe because we are launching a new podcast every single month um, and you will be able to find the full transcript of this interview in the description. We hope to see you here next time.